2: If you like what you're hearing, why not try a Cast subscription? Only four ninety-five a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Steph.
1: Now, if you were Herschel Walker's attorney... All right, I'm just <laughs> kidding about that. We won't. All right. We'll just, <laughs> sorry. Okay, let's... I, I know you've been covering the seditious conspiracy uh, trial for uh, Stuart Rhodes, etc., but we have to get to this, the breaking news from the Washington Post, because I, I know you are impatient like i am um a top justice department official said trump's lawyers in recent weeks um told trump's lawyer excuse me in recent weeks that the department believes he has not returned all the documents he took when he left the white house so i know you're seditious conspiracy this would be espionage just to you know the big pools of crime um it's not clear what steps the doj might take to retrieve any material it thinks mr trump still holds what is your i gotta hear your take on this and what they should be doing and what is happening that we are yeah, not even I, done yet with him committing this crime
2: sh- I, don't, I don't think anybody should be surprised or shocked that donald trump is still committing crimes with these classified documents i mean did we really expect he would have given them all back or did we expect that he didn't hide some at other properties that the fbi was unable to seize when they executed the search warrant at mar-a-lago of course He has more classified documents. and So that's ongoing obstruction,
1: A, right?
2: Absolutely. He continues to dig his own legal hole deeper and deeper. And I, I know we've been talking about this forever. He will be indicted, Steph. He will be indicted. You know, it did take a couple of years to corral all of the Watergate criminals, get them indicted, get them held accountable, and that was like shoplifting as compared to what Trump has done. He will be indicted and all of this will only help strengthen the case against him.
1: Yeah. Um, by the way, that's all you need to say on stage at LA Sexy Liberal is Trump will be indicted. Yeah. Uh, there will be uh, rock rockstar cheers, standing yeah. ovation. We can kill the lights. We can all go home, start drinking. Okay. <laughs> So, I mean, what they're saying is, you know, this is prompted the rift in Trump's legal team between those who want to be combative and those who want to cooperate. And, the, of course, the combative, you know, uh, uh, side won out. And I'm like, oh, you mean the lawyers that are also going to go to prison then have won for now, I guess. Right. The yeah, lawyers that yeah, are going and, to need to get their own lawyers.
2: Listen, I was thrilled to see the report that at least one of his lawyers, Alex Cannon, stood up to him when Trump asked that particular lawyer to lie for him and certify that Trump had returned all the documents, at least Al and Alex Cannon said, I'm not going to do that. What that was, was Donald Trump enlisting his lawyer to assist in his criminal cover-up. And that's why I say there's so much evidence to indict him. Now, let me take something away from the Department of Justice, because they need to stop negotiating with the documents Terrorists. Thank you. They need to bring the dang charges.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. So obviously we keep hearing about these empty folders marked top secret, which is disturbing for our national security, among other things. Um, the empty folders found during the search of Mar-a-Lago, along with 40 other empty folders that said they contain sensitive documents that should be returned. Um, so uh, blah, 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 just stick, skipping down Washington Post, DOJ complained that a judge's decision to bar the authorities from having access to the documents they seized in the search, later partially reversed by a federal appeals court, could limit their ability to determine whether documents are missing and which ones and how to get them. So this is part of this delay that Judge Cannon has given them, right?
2: Yeah, yeah and the the 11th Circuit has given the Department of Justice a little something back But I mean, the litigation is all over the place because they're seeking emergency review by, all people, Clarence Thomas, who has supervisory authority over the 11th Circuit. They divvy it up among the justices. So, you know, I I don't know where it's going to go. But at least it looks like, Steph, both the 11th Circuit and the Supreme Court appreciate the urgency of the moment because they're setting very tight deadlines. So hopefully we're going to work through this quickly.
0: Sleeping Dogs now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie dot com slash wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. And the best part, you can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash pods. That's philo.tv slash poppods to get 50% off your first month. So
1: just wanted to get finally your take on, you know, in the piece, it says the DOJ has a number of options short of carrying out another search warrant. One would be to file a motion in the ongoing court fight over the documents, seeking either return of the documents or a statement under oath from Trump. That he has returned all the documents. Um, one expert said the goal is to get Trump on the record because he has a history of saying things out of court that he won't go on the record for. Um, we, I mean, we know he's lying. So, what 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 are your what would be your prescription for what the DOJ should do now?
2: Enough for the half steps. Enough of the slow walking. Enough of the civil litigation. If we bring charges, if we indict him in federal district court in Washington, D.C., which is where this case is properly brought. That's where venue would be had. All of this other stuff melts away. Enough with trying to get certifications that he's turned everything over. Because all that would be doing, Steph, is building the criminal case, the evidence that he continues to lie. We already have enough evidence to charge him yeah. a thousand times over. Let's moot out all the civil litigation nonsense and Judge Cannon and the rest of it, and charge him in federal district court in D.C.
1: Yeah. Here, here. So you have been covering, obviously, you've been at the Oathkeeper trial. Obviously, the bombshell Stuart Rhodes claimed to have contact with a Secret Service agent, according to an ex member. Oathkeeper's founder, uh, Stuart Rhodes, claimed he was in contact with a Secret Service agent in the months leading up to J6. A former member of the far right group testified. Uh, John Zimmerman, the former Oathkeeper, Testified, um, he recalled how the Oath Keepers gathered guns in preparation for the possibility that Trump would invoke the Insurrection Act. He said of Rhodes, he did have a number for a Secret Service agent or claimed it to be a Secret Service agent back in September. What? Give us your take on that.
2: So you know the Secret Service agent angle is interesting, but I think it's a bit of a sideshow and even a distraction because it has nothing to do with the charges against these five Oath Keepers that are on trial. So listen, I've been in there every day. I've gotten to talk, uh, not about the case, but with the prosecution team, my former homicide prosecutors. I know a lot of the folks involved in the case. I would caution them not to go down that side road of Secret Service stuff. And was Trump involved? Because that has nothing to do with the charges. It's intensely interesting and, and concerning yeah. if Stuart Rhodes is actually in communication with the Secret Service, but mind you, this was back during a a rally, a Trump rally in September in Fayetteville, North Carolina, so it really doesn't have much to do with the insurrection on January 6th. Interesting, and we'll probably hear more about it in the future.
1: Well, so I, you were, you commented on lots of interesting testimony from Zimmerman. Um, you said, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Zimmerman left them in November 2020 after the Million MAGA March because uh, Elmer Stewart Rhodes suggested that they dress up as vulnerable people, Antifa slash BLM, um, trick people into attacking them, then give them a beatdown. That, among other things, Rhodes said and did uh, anger disgusted Zimmerman, and that's why he said he left. So... Um, I mean, this is part of the stuff we've been hearing for a long time, right? Is this whole, it was Antifa, it was BLM that attacked on January 6th.
2: Yeah, and, and let me give everybody a little bit of reason for hope and optimism because I watched three witnesses testify yesterday who were former Oath Keepers and all three were military veterans. And here's what all three said. They said, I was initially drawn to the Oath Keepers and I only spent a few months as part of the organization because I thought they had some service component to others as part of their mission. We'll take that with a grain of salt for the minute, right? And then they said, but what I saw once I got involved coming out of Elmer Stewart Rhodes' mouth, and you know, they wanted to overthrow the government, they wanted to take up arms, they wanted to bait people into attacking them so they could give them a royal beatdown, it appalled me. So I left the Oath Keepers and I started working with the authorities. That's three military veterans who were part of the Oath Keepers, and then separated from the Oath Keepers when they saw they were doing wrong. You know, Steph, we hear Oath Keepers, and if you're anything like me, your, your inclination is they're all bad, they're all racist, they're all horrible, and it's concerning that they're ex-military and ex-law enforcement. But that's not really a completely accurate picture because I was heartened when I saw these three veterans testify yesterday that we got involved momentarily, we hated what they stood for. We broke away, and then we reported it to the authorities. That gives me some reason for optimism. Yeah,
1: okay. Um, you also tweeted uh, another uh, pesky little piece of evidence that cuts against Rhodes' claim of innocence after 1-6. He sent messages to his fellow Oath saying, delete all messages that are self-incriminating, incriminating of other Oath Keepers, incriminating of the uh, organization. Um, <laughs> so I just, yeah, I think that he didn't think to delete the, del- the thing that said delete everything kind of funny if you're a prosecutor not right?
2: a, not a criminal mastermind it, and it really <laughs> does move elmer rhodes closer to elmer fudge <laughs> <She's>
1: <laughs> <me now. laughs> um by the way you said they're
2: saying he might
1: testify and you said boy do i envy the prosecutor who gets to cross-examine him is that going to happen yeah. you think
2: uh you know often in opening statements defense attorneys will threaten to have their client testify more often than not they don't. But one, one of the best days I ever had as a prosecutor was getting to cross examine for a full eight hours a defendant in a RICO case who decided he was going to testify. You know, I would do that for free. <laughs>
1: OK, so it's in legal terms. It's bull- that he, right yeah. that he's going to testify. OK,
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you.
1: Uh, attention to the Oath Keepers, but the first Proud Boy, right, a a lieutenant of longtime Proud Boy Chairman uh, Enrico Terrio, is set to become the group's first member to plead guilty to seditious conspiracy in uh, the January 6th riot, deepening the government's case against the organization. Um, Who is this? Jeremy Bertino would give the DOJ a potential key witness against Terrio and four other Proud Boys leaders set to face trial in December. Um, Is that a BFD, as the president would say? Oh,
2: it sure is, because once you flip an in insider, a member of a criminal organization or a criminal conspiracy, and they say, you got me, let me plead guilty to what I was doing, and by extension, what my fellow Proud Boys were doing, we were trying to violently overthrow the government. That is such a strong piece of evidence if you have to go to trial against other Proud Boys. And listen, the Department of Justice right now is 17-0 and in cases they've brought against Insurrectionists and yeah. I, you, you know, you can't count your chickens, and nothing is a sure winner. But the evidence in the Oath Keepers seditious conspiracy case is very strong, and it's coming in very well. Yeah. So you know, DOJ is building; they're building bigger charges, conspiracy charges, um, and, and I have to believe that soon we will see the next higher level, the command structure of the insurrection, begin to be indicted.
1: Yeah. Um, so let's talk real quick about this other case, because you tweeted about it. Well, you mentioned Clarence Thomas. Trump asked about his, asked his lawyer to lie about documents, and Trump asked Clarence Thomas to help him out. When will the Department of Justice act? So can you just take us through what's happening there and when in terms of Clarence Thomas and the 11th Circuit?
2: OK, so what's happening is the there's still an appeal pending in front of the 11th Circuit about the rest of Judge Aileen Cannon's. Ruling. So the 11th Circuit smacked Cannon down, right. but only in part with respect to the classified documents. And they said, yes, DOJ can criminally investigate the classified documents. But there's thousands of other documents that Aileen Cannon said not so fast. You can't deal with those yet. And that is now the piece that's under appeal in the 11th Circuit. The 11th Circuit says we want to we want to address this promptly. I think next week they're going to take yeah. it up. And, you know, the DOJ wants to do away with the special master altogether, which I think is the right call. And they want to be out from under this nonsense that Trump appointed Judge Aileen Cannon has burdened them with. So that's where that is. And then there's this um, a request for an emergency stay of everything that they filed with the Supreme Court. And because Justice Thomas happens to be the one who handles those matters for the 11th circuit yeah that's bubbling up there and we're going to get some filings next week but right okay. now everything is in a state of flux
1: what i'm hearing some uh, on, on the twitterverse that uh phony willis is going to get very active right after election day and that she still could be the first to indict trump what do you think
2: let's hope yeah Let, let's hope
1: yeah i mean i it's it, it's hard to say right who's gonna get, who's gonna get them first but everybody has always said georgia seems like the most likely. Do you think?
2: And I've always I've always said that everybody is I don't want to use the word afraid, but reluctant to be the first prosecutor to bring charges against a former president. But, Steph, the first charges will come and then everybody will want to be the second prosecutor to indict Donald Trump. It's going to happen to quote
1: to quote you to you. Let's take the maiden legal voyage. Let's do this. Do you have yeah. tape of you of the Rico guy that thought he'd be a big man and go up against Glenn Kirshner for eight hours? Do you have that tape? Can you give us that? Uh, you know, in,
2: unfortunately, unfortunately, in federal court, we don't allow cameras. Uh, we don't. But damn. I'll tell you, that, that I was a kid in the candy shop. It was so much fun. <laughs> and yes, he was convicted and sentenced to life in prison because it was an organization that had killed 30 people. Yeah. So wow. there was that.
1: Wow. Well, you know where well, you can see that? You can see tape of Glenn Kirshner and all his brilliance. SexyLiberal.com. <laughs> Right, L. A. October twenty second, the big finale, pay per view as well. You can come see us live in L. A. or pay per view. Glenn Kirshner, I, and listen, we don't even. There's surprises yet things to you come. Things don't know, right? Yes. Jamie Raskin. Show, I'm. I'm going to say you're the magnet that makes makes exciting things happen. We used you as bait. Who showed up? Jamie. Jamie Raskin. That's
2: right. Use me. <laughs> use me to troll. Use me to troll. I'm happy to be used. Some
1: <laughs> big old piece of blue eyed bait. Splish. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Love you. See you see you. So. Love you, Steph. All see right. you guys. Thanks. All right. Excellent.